Good morning. Hope y'all are good. Happy Wednesday. Um, this is definitely going to be spirit led because I woke up this morning and like kind of was trying to like prepare myself as much as possible for this episode. I then wrote out my outline on my journal. I like you know did my reading for the morning I prayed before I came out here and um you know just like did everything I was supposed to do and then the minute before me you know getting ready to record this sound I lose my journal and I'm like where did I put it I'm looking at every all my little areas that I've been and I'm like I do not see this journal and I guess it's going to be by your spirit <laughs> that I do this this recording today. All right, so I'm going to flow in it. <laughs> Again, good morning. If you don't know, I am Kiana Brown. This is the More Brown Love podcast. And here is another episode to me um, creating this content. And the word that I got today was, I was created to create I am on this earth to create things Um, scripture tells us to be fruitful and multiply Uh, we were literally created to make things just like the father created us Um, so I remember for so long, I was looking for a space for me. I remember being in church and, you know, constantly observing my surroundings and, you know, just waiting for someone to be like-minded like me, to have a story like me, to kind of relate on the level that I can relate. And honestly, I've never really seen anybody do it or heard anybody uh, with a story like mine. And mentally, I think about the fact that we as people, we constantly wait for the right moment to do stuff. We wait for someone else to do it. We wait for, you know, people to show up and show out before we show up and show out. And I'm at a stage now where I'm understanding, Kiana, if you don't do it, who will? (laughs) You can wait all you want to. But you're going to look up and years are going to pass and that very thing that you're looking for, you're not going to find it. Why? Because the thing you're looking for is within you. So the story that I have is very unique and I know other people can relate, but people are literally waiting for someone to speak up and to be like, hey, I can relate. So with that being stated, my word today was like, I am creating a space for myself. I've been looking, I've been searching for someone like me, and I have yet to find anyone like me with a story like me, and maybe they're just waiting for someone like me to speak up, and they'd be like, oh, I can relate, or yes, Kiana, your story connects with me, or this, that, and the third, so hello, (laughs) this podcast is going to be a safe space for people like me, and what does that mean? Um, I started touching on it a little bit about childhood molestation it's a real thing it happens a lot in the black community and it doesn't get spoken about a lot um but i'm like 
need a space where we can talk about it because <laughs> it's real it happens and we don't realize the things that stem off or come from that trauma um, things like silence you get really quiet and you don't know how to communicate and you don't know how to talk because you want to talk about the thing that's happened to you, but you don't know how to. You don't know where to start, and you don't really know who you can trust. So you just hold it in and kind of keep it to yourself, not realizing that you holding in that story is literally killing you. Everybody is going on about their life living, and they don't even know that you're literally dying on the inside. So silence is one thing. Not only sil silence, but confusion. As a child, you're literally trying to process, one, why did this happen? Two, um, you are dealing with the feelings that come from what's happened to you because you've been inappropriately touched and now your your eyes are open, your ears are open, and you're like, oh, so I guess it's okay for me to touch and them to touch me and you don't really know your boundaries anymore and you lose that kind of childlike innocence because somebody has violated you and it's a sexual violation and now you're just confused as all get out so then you become curious and as children you start playing games with other children and you start doing inappropriate things with children and again you have yet to talk to someone to process what you've gone through so you're going through all these emotions so like parents I literally uh challenge you to really create a safe space for your child to talk to you because they will literally get themselves into situations and you won't even know until they're older and they're like hey mom this happened and this and that and yeah so <laughs> that's one thing um another thing since you're so curious um you start to find stuff that are bad <laughs> essentially or not really healthy and one thing for me would be pornography that's a real deal thing and it was very easy to get a hold of um, they used to put this stuff in magazines and all kinds of stuff and it was very easy to look at but you don't realize that once you start seeing those images they're unrealistic they're not real like um, the videos you watch they're really like fantasies and you know all kinds of things and it's like you gotta then process and heal from that as well so yeah pornography is another topic that i feel like people need to talk about because it's a real thing and then you got to get healing from that because again it's unrealistic expectations and when you get married and stuff you're expecting stuff to just automatically work and flow and that's not how it works <laughs> all right next thing um confusion still plays a part in this but um when you're a female and you're sexually violated by a male, it's easy for you to think, okay, I can't trust males, so why not let me pique my interest into females? So low-key, or I really thought about considering becoming a lesbian because I was like, I hate men because why did you offend me? Why did you violate me? And, you know, invade my space, and I didn't ask for it. So thought about it, but I'm thankful that I did not act on those thoughts because it's like, yeah, I like men. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, I'm already a woman, emotional, full of all this energy and stuff. I'm like, I can't deal with another, no. <laughs> I got sisters, I got a mama, and just, I can't, no. So it's a real thought process that happened to me trying to process my trauma. 
um, and then after lesbianism, what else? Um, then me going off to college with all these issues, all this baggage, and um, being a part of a youth group, and my leader is literally giving me the blueprint. She's like, girl, you need to go talk about it. You need to go home and talk about it and really start dealing with it. And I wasn't ready for that. I was like, uh, no, you don't know what you're talking about. Bye. And I rejected her wisdom. I rejected her teaching. So like, eventually it brought me back to the fact that when I was younger, I remember wrestling with my spirit and wrestling with my flesh and flesh was telling me if you tell you're going to get in trouble you're going to no one's not going to care nobody's going to not going to listen and then my spirit was like no Kiana open up heal and become a healer to somebody else so that was that college was a big thing for me where everything that I was trying to hide and bury all came up in my face like everything that I thought I knew and did not know and you know everything that I the the image that I wanted to portray it eventually like shattered because all the real stuff that I was keeping in started slowly coming up and it's like okay you're in this youth group you're in this like program where it's about faith and, and healing and growing and you know, eventually the stuff that you keep buried in is going to come up. So that's what happened to me. And then from college, I just knew that I had to start unpacking this trauma and really healing. So what does that mean? I really started to take the time to one, I think it started with me just praying about it, talking to the father in prayer and just being honest about what happened and then after that it started to fall into okay now since this happened I got myself into some stuff so it's like first admitting you were violated and then then you start confessing the fact that you've gotten yourself into some situations and things that you had no business in um and then it didn't lead into my prayer becoming real father help me to deal with this I know this happened um, I'm, I'm confessing it I'm admitting it um, I'm angry that such thing took place and now I'm in a space where I just want to heal from this and um, I think I remember breaking down crying and I was just like like a lot of times when I would pray, I would just be boohoo crying. I felt alone. It was just a dark space, but it was a place of healing. Cause once you start opening up that womb and starting to allow the father into those deep secret places that you try to keep hidden that the father already knows about, it's literally a whole process where the father opens up the womb and you start to feel everything all the emotions, all the anger, all the pain. And then from there, the father like slowly starts cleaning you up, right? <laughs> and he starts pointing out, okay, well, let's deal with this part of the womb. <laughs> let's, and then let's move on to this. And then you start seeing issues where you, you start getting tested about certain things to see if that part is healed of you and then this and then that so it was like a whole process but it was it was a beautiful process um it, it it felt like I was being broken the whole time but when really 
the father was literally putting me back together so yeah I believe that I want this podcast to become a safe space where I can you know really have these talks that people don't talk about and really start to um just flow in it like hey we're not perfect people and as black people we really need to start sharing our stories more and really start to allow our stories to heal us because our stories are powerful so that was the the message for today um and I just laugh at the fact that I literally was planning out this whole morning and my journal ends up getting placed somewhere that I can't even begin to think where I put it. I'm like, where did I put my journal? I had all these notes and I had everything like organized and I was going to read straight from the book. But I really do believe that what was needed to be said was said today. And um, yeah, this is me literally just wanting to heal. And I'm, I'm learning that you cannot heal properly and care about what people think you cannot heal properly and worry about you know if they're going to believe me you can't heal properly and you know still live in the fear of what if they find out you know if you really want to heal you got to accept the fact that your story may be rejected you um people may not believe you people may you know walk away from you and not be not care too much about you you got to be okay with possible rejection and once you get to that place where you don't care about what other people think say or do it's like you really then can flourish in your purpose because you don't know your story is for someone else it's not even for you at this point your story is to heal someone else there's somebody who is currently living in your situation been in your situation and they're still like holding it deep within themselves and potentially trying to die with this problem and it's like no you sharing your story could potentially heal them to heal somebody else so that's what I'm starting to see and that's what I'm starting to believe and I I look forward to whatever is to come from this Um, so yes I am creating a space for my story and it ain't pretty (laughs) and I'm looking forward to all the unpretty people like me who are like yeah let's talk about this (laughs) and let's grow from it all that good stuff so Thank you for listening. I am Kiana Brown. If you did not know, this is the NBL podcast. I look forward to bringing you so much more content. But yeah, this is something. (laughs) Hope y'all have a good day and y'all stay safe. Bye.